It's another Tuesday. It's another opportunity to have some riveting technology conversations. Yes, it is another episode of City Trends. My name is Philip Ashon and City Trends is proudly sponsored by First National Bank. Well, on the show today... People don't owe you anything when it comes to this platform. Mm, the fact mm. that you put in the work and put it on YouTube doesn't mean anybody has to watch it. Right. You don't owe, they don't owe you anything. And so, do what you got to do. You don't, there, there's noise in the video. You yeah. don't get the quality. Like, sound is going this way. That Everything is basa. Yeah. Then people started complaining. You know, the Nigerians were shooting top-tier skaters and all the way they would come. And since I was like the face of content creation in the social space because of how dominant I was and that people would come, ah, you every day are putting, look at what your people are doing. Yeah. They were comparing. They were comparing. So I switched that whatever it's going to take for me to put out quality content, either a long-form content or a short-form a short content, I'm going to invest. The art, science and tech of content creation in Ghana. Kojo Sheldon and Rick Aqua are my guests um, in the studio. You are going to pick up a thing or two from them. So make sure that you have your notepads and your pens ready. To be or not to be, that is the big question about content creation in Ghana. People have questions about how profitable it is, how much work it has to go into it. Whether you actually even want to be popular like that on YouTube and other social media platforms. When people pick up their phones and they are watching your content, what are they looking out for? And how beneficial is it to you as a person who's creating the content? What are some of the challenges that you face right from the ideation stage to the final execution stage and the upload and the analytics and all of that? We're looking at the arts, the science, and the technology behind content creation in Ghana. One person who has been doing it and doing it very well I say that he produces notoriously incredible video content um, right here from the motherland. Where else can he possibly come from? Well, it is Kojo Shelton. Kojo, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me, boss. For people who have no idea who you are, quick introduction. Oh, um, so the, <clears throat> the real name is Bernard Kojo Amwafu. And yes, um, uh, social media, social media, you go if you call me, call you Sheldon. Yes. Now um, I'm a digital creator. I've been creating um, videos on the internet for about four years. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I'm known as the host of Yawa of the Day. That's one of the most watched videos on um, YouTube, web shows on YouTube. And yes, that is basically how people got to know about me. But if you want to just describe me, I'm just a, um, a video. Uh, Awesome. A digital <laughs> video creator, yes. Content creator. Yes. What, 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 what is it like for you on a daily basis when you have to produce content for a public that probably would be insatiable in yeah, terms of what they true. want? So um, my day is basically crazy because um, I put out a lot of content um, ranging from... Um, different forms of um, backgrounds and all those things. So I have the hour of the day, I have the breakdown, I have Court of Uncommon Sense, Face of um, Duku Discoveries, a whole lot of shows. So when I wake up, 
it's about content. I need to sit down with my camera guy. What are we going to do today? The hour of the day, what are the topics? Who has done this thing? What is trending on social media? We get most of our content for the hour of the day from um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, the gossip pages. So we try to curate the ones that we think are having the numbers. We try to use the Google trend to try to understand which content is doing well because there are content out there, a lot of the entertainment space is saturated with content. You would open your newsfeed and you see about 10 pieces of content. It's about uh, this one has done this, this, but you need to sit down and choose the one that is going to appeal to your audience. That is going to get people to click on your thumbnail, your this. So we sit down, then we go through. We have a pool of content ideas. Okay, this is going to work for us based on these numbers that is having on this platform. Maybe this particular tweet has gone viral. It, have, it has about, uh, let's say, 5,000 retweets. This is going to work if we recreate it into video form. So we sit down and we try to analyze all these things. Then the rest of the day is just shooting. We just shoot. We go to the studio. We shoot. He edits, create a thumbnail. Mostly he has been doing the job, my video guy. He doesn't, I don't know how I'm supposed to appreciate him. I don't know. He shoot the video, edit, create thumbnails, create logo. So he basically championed the content creation ideas that I have. Mm. So that is how, and we shoot from our bedroom too. <laughs> it's very clear that this will not work yeah. as a one-man operation. Yeah, it will not work. Uh, so I started as a content creator. I mean, I didn't have anyone with me. I was just shooting with my phone and I had these uh, apps that I used to edit with the reaction videos I was doing on Instagram. But to get to a point, you have the numbers. A lot of people, they depend on you for their content consumption in a day. You can't just wake up and put out substandard content. So this is where you are supposed to invest in your craft. You need to get cameras, laptops, because if you are going to, let's say, render about six videos in a day, you need a, like, a machine that is going to be up for the job. Mm. So the one-man stuff is going to be, if you want, I mean, you can be a one-man content creator if your content, you know, the demand that kind of um, resources to yeah. create, you understand? You can just, there are a lot of creators on YouTube, they just fix their phones in their room, just get good lighting and they are off. But with what I do, I can't do it alone. So I have writers like for the website and I have a video guy and the video guy is basically the guy behind everything. Video, wow. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm wondering, <laughs> you talk about standards. Yeah. How crucial is it in the chain you know, and for you, when did you realize that it was time to make the jump to a higher sort of standard of video production? Okay, so I used to do, I used to shoot with this phone. Sometimes um, you don't have anyone holding the phone for you to use the back camera because yeah. if you compare this to this, the quality, the I mean, the, the front, back camera and the front yes, camera. Yes, so I usually use the front camera and someone, sometimes you shoot the video and like, it's like there's fog. Yeah. You don't, there, there's noise in the video. You yeah. don't get the quality, like sound is going this way, that everything is basa. Yeah. Then people started complaining. You know, the Nigerians were shooting top tier skater and all the way they would come. And since I was like the face of content creation in the social space because of how dominant I was and that people would come, ah, you every day are putting, look at what your people are doing. Yeah. They were comparing, they were comparing. So I switched that whatever it's going to take for me to put out quality content, either a long-form content or a short-form a short content, I'm going to invest. So I started, I mean, using my personal money to get like, okay, 
well, I'm going to get a video guy. So I painted the idea to him that if we are going to start this thing, I don't have any money to pay you. You are mm. coming in, mm. you are just coming with your cameras and all that. We are going to create content. Now, within six months, when we started the YouTube, when the pandemic started, we were able to create top-tier content, quality content, 1080, 4K video that garnered about 100,000 subscribers within a short time span. And that was when we knew, say, if you add quality, that qu quality it changes, very, everything. It changes everything. Even if you are saying non-fatness and your video is, that is what I have observed. I'm, I'm not saying I create non-fat content. But when the video quality is top-tier and the content is not even funny, people will consume it. Mm. It has worked for me. I don't mm. know about other platforms. But people want to, they want value for their eyeballs, their right. attention. Right. They can't come and be watching a video and like the video is 78, like 780, 720. No, it's YouTube, especially YouTube. People watch your videos from TVs, big, big screens. Yeah. You don't want your content to be looking like my hairline. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. So you need to invest. Right. If you want to take it as a profession, something that you want to make money out of it, you need to invest. Mm. Because quality, they matter. Quality begets quality. Yes. And obviously, has a lot to do with the revenue you're also going to get. Because exactly. that's usually the first consideration for most people. And I'm yeah. just wondering for you, was that a consideration as well from the very beginning? Was it, was it a money-first issue or was it a content-first issue? And for people who are looking at getting into the space, what, what would probably be your advice for them? So this is the problem I have with a lot of creators, especially the emerging ones. They always want to get money. Now they get 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 watch hours, and they want to apply for YouTube revenue, AdSense, blah, 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 blah. They have not considered what they want to put on the platform for mm. people to come and consume. They have forgotten that it is the content that you put on the platform that is going to generate you the revenue. Mm. Now, if you don't have a, any value proposition, you just want to, everything is about money, money. Let's take, um, if you're a brand, you, you do you're a brand on your platform, and always people come to your platform, they always come to your platform, and all they see is sign up, subscribe, do this, buy this. It will turn them off. Right. So when you are starting as a creator and you put the money agenda first, you are going to be doing a whole lot of things that is not going to, you, you, that is not supposed to be the plan. It's right. supposed to be content first. Right. Now when you, it's like jab, jab, hook. You jab, you jab, you jab. When you get the attention, then you throw the hook. Right. So you need to get the audience. You need to get the eyeballs. You need to get the attention. Once you have the attention, even if you are selling what, I don't know, Rubber, anything they will buy because they know that if they come to this platform, if they come to this platform, they are going to get face off, yeah, of the day, breakdown, varieties of content. Yeah. And with that, even if I put 75 hours in a video, I'll get like 50% of my audience mm. clicking on it to watch. Because the content is leading. I have baited them with content. Right. They are in the ecosystem. Right. So whatever I throw at them, they will consume. Mm. But when you start and all like money, Money, but that's where the hard work is, though. Yes, so that, that is where people don't want to do that work, like they just want to get the money. Mm. So people go, like, Oh, YouTube. Now, if you sit back and you do the YouTube thing well, you plan it well, you strategize, you know, you study your audience, you know the space you are operating, you are going to make a lot of. I have seen people, people have done it outside the, the country. It is only in this country that people don't respect, uh, respect YouTubers, mm. like they wake up and slander them, but that's just another topic. That's another, but if you want to yeah. do it well. You are going to make a lot of money from it. And that starts from you 
identifying the purpose of the channel that you have created, right. trying to stand out. Because with what I do, a lot of people do it on YouTube, like a, a whole lot of people that are presenting news and things. But there's a reason if I don't post a video in a day, people, Charlie, what is happening? Do mm. you get that? Oh, a lot. They will call you, text you. People will call you from... And I have the diaspora people. They consume my content a lot. They immediately, you don't, the moment you don't post a video, they will start, Charlie, what is happening? We want you to talk about this. It's like you are the point of contact mm. for them. Mm. If you don't say it, they feel like, nah. There's something wrong. Exactly. And that is like authority in your space. Right. And that is where the influencer thing comes in. Mm. Because with the kind of authority you hold in that space, you would be able to convince people that, okay, I am endorsing this particular product. This is good for you. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. I am guessing this is not very easy in terms of the ideation of it all. Yeah. Getting the ideas how, which topics to, for example, tackle, yeah. which vi music videos, for example, to do a review of. Yeah. How do you balance that? Is it the users, for example, like you're saying, who mm -hmm. sort of give you ideas and topics, or is it something that yourself and your team will have to sit and plan all the time? And really, how do you manage all that? Because, Charlie, it's, it's a lot of work. Yeah, so with, well, you know, I have a lot of shows, so if I want to sit down and do everything myself, Charlie, I, will, I don't know, I'll be exhausted and... You know, go for An idea to know they in my head. Charlie. My head is big, but Charlie, the idea, <laughs> you know, be me alone, I guess. So, so I try to involve the users. Right. User-generated content is, is key. Hmm. Sometimes I'll wake up and, like, they have sent me our six stories in my IGDM or Facebook. Hmm. Oh, this is happening. This is, like, citizen journalism. Yeah. Then participatory journalism and all those things. They take pictures of places. And, oh, Charlie, this place is burning. This is doing... You wake up and they've curated the content for you. Mm. They make your work easy. Mm. You just go to the studio. I'll try to verify the information, go to the studio, and you shoot it. Also, I have people around me, my house, there are a lot of creatives. So, with this uh, Eddie uh, Lipsy and my video guy. So, they will throw in ideas like once in a while, Charlie, do it this way. Do I like it. the way you're not mentioning the, the video guy's name in case someone goes to poach him. Oh, no, no, the, the video guy, they know. They, don't try, don't try. This one, you people can poach him. And you people can poach him. So, yes, I have guys around me, like, they, they will inspire you because they, yeah. they are like my space. So, right. they'll give you the ideas and all. Mm -hmm. Because I can't, nah, you go You can't do it alone. Yeah, so I try to involve people. The environment, what is happening, Charlie, we could draw him this way. If you draw him this way, it will be make we cut this off, then you, if you want to do it alone, mm. it will get to a point that you, it, your content will be obsolete, outmoded and all, like, you just be one way. People talk about the science of the length of a video. Mm -hmm. yeah. You talked about short form, okay. long form, yeah. content and that sort of thing. As a content creator, how do you make that consideration about the length, for example, of a video? Okay, so with the length of a video, the platform matters, where okay. you are putting the content. Okay. Now, I switched to long-form content and concentrated on YouTube because long-form content, the algorithm on YouTube is built to support long-form content right. if you do it well. So 
I switched. I, I, I used to do skate on uh, like 50 second skate on Instagram, on all those social plan, ephemeral content for stories and all those mm -hmm. things. But when I decided to do long form content, I had to consider the platforms. Which platforms are going to house my content and, and the algorithm, like the algorithm is going to favor my video, mm -hmm. like it's going to be pushing the news feed for me. So when I did the research, I found out YouTube, you have to do. If you do a, a long-form content on YouTube, the algorithm favors your content because mm -hmm. it's built for that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have tried. I have done. I've even posted like sometimes I do videos, one minute, like me reacting. I post it and I don't get the traction. I will do a ten minutes long video, sixty thousand views standard. Mm. So you have to understand. And data is available. Every platform has this has analytics. An, uh, yeah. You need to understand. What you, if you want to do long, uh, short form content, even on YouTube, mm -hmm. you need to understand what you are supposed to put in your videos, what the direction of your content. If you are going to do, I mean, music videos do well. I'm not going to say short form content. Don't know they do it well. It depends for you. on. It depends on what is happening. Yeah. Why people should click on your video to, to watch. watch it. So if you study the analytics, that is why it is important. As a creator, you need to know. I have had conversations with people like, do you know your Instagram? They don't even know where it is located. Mm. If you don't have any idea about this thing, you are just going to put content out there and it's not going to do well. Maybe content that will do well on YouTube, you're going to put it on Facebook and it's not going to do well. Mm -hmm. So you need to understand what is going to be good for my platform, yeah. what form of content I should create. Mm. With me, right now I have trained myself to create long form content. I don't have to worry about Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. If I have the time, I'm going to put it there. But I am producing long-form content specifically for, for YouTube. YouTube. That is what I am concentrating on. And that is what my research is going to be based on, like what, what I'm supposed to do, mm. creating of thumbnails, captions, descriptions, taggings. Mm. You need to study it. And the information is there. Mm -hmm. That is what I'm saying. So if you want to do it and do it like correctly, you can do it. Mm. But if you just want to have fun, that one, yeah. It's, it's an open field. A lot of people are having fun. It's an open field. You talk yeah. about research. Yeah. You talk about research. And for me, that, that contributes a lot to the conversation about the science yeah. behind it. Because a lot of people sometimes feel it's just, like you said, do a video, put it out there. But clearly, a lot of research happens, the analytics, the algorithm that you need to pay attention to and all of that. Yeah. I'm just wondering, for you, how much time you spend on that side of, you know, okay. the, the work as well. Okay, so with... Uh -huh. That is one thing I always tell people that um, I didn't just wake up to shoot videos and okay, I'm shooting it. There is a reason I'll get invitation from, let's say, tech or Ashesi or to come and talk about content because I have studied everything encompassing what I do. Mm. I studied digital marketing, content marketing. I read a lot. And when I was signed to OMG, that's where I developed the interest in reading about these things. My mm. boss will send me links about what is happening because the industry is always changing. Yeah. Today, the algorithm is going to favor this form of terminal. This is, you need to understand what is happening. You need to be updated. Mm. Because if you don't read about maybe news items out in your space and you just want to put videos out there, you, you just go be one of those content creators. That yeah. is why it is very important for you to study, read. There are a lot of materials on the internet that I wake up, like if I'm going to sleep, I, I make sure I read out one article about content creation. Mm. I just go search their DigiDay, um, Ad Week, like what is happening, what mm. are people doing? Mm. Because the industry is huge. Maybe here, 
we don't have the market. But when you go outside, people depend on content creation for their livelihood. It right. is happening. So with that, it's like an industry. Mm -hmm. Influencer marketing, it is only in this part that people don't want to take that part of the whole thing seriously. Mm. But it is a huge market out there. So if you want to stay up today, if you want to be like that kind of guy people uh, you have authority in your space you need to read mm -hmm. you need to watch videos Gary, i listen to gary v a lot like he inspires me mm -hmm. if you see me putting out five videos in a day it's because of gary v i've listened to his video and he's telling me yo create create don't stop just create mm -hmm. and i make sure i create content i mean i'm not going to sacrifice um um quality for quantity or whatever. I make sure I put out content. Mm -hmm. When you watch it, you feel like, yeah, according to this song, you mm. deliver. Hey, yeah. you, but basically, you just have to read mm. and listen to people, listen to industry experts. Mm. I'm not an expert. I didn't go to school to learn this. I had to learn everything, like how to create even how to create my own terminals because when I started, I was creating my terminals, mm. I had to learn it from our guys in the house because they are designers. Mm -hmm. I had to listen to a lot of people. Okay, this video, I'm supposed to schedule it for this time. This is what is going to work. Charlie, a whole lot of conversations wow. and understanding the space that you are in. Where do you draw the line between the art of it and then what the algorithm is telling you to do? Because as a creative as well, mm -hmm. you are inspired sometimes to go in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. The algorithm might not necessarily support exactly. the direction you want to go in. Mm -hmm. As a content creator, where do you, how do you draw that line? And how do you navigate when you get into those sorts of positions? So the algorithm, so sometimes, uh, most of the times, the algorithm is right. right. Because if they are telling you to schedule your video to, to be posted at 4 p.m., mm -hmm. that is when there are a lot of people online. Mm. That is what the data is telling you. And you don't let's say you post the video at 12 you are not going to get a lot of the numbers as compared to if you are so you need to listen to both sides mm. now that is why i always try to involve people like my mantra is create content people want mm. Mm. if mm. the people on my platform want to hear news about shatawale yeah and the algorithm is saying he said shatawale uh, content is not doing well but when I put the Shatawale content out there, I see like, okay, I'm having 30,000, 40,000 views. But algorithm is saying that this particular content is not doing well. I'm going to listen to my audience mm -hmm. because I'm creating content they want and they are the one consuming. Sometimes mm -hmm. the algorithm, um, it, some, some of the data they give, you know, if you don't sit down and steady them in, in relation to your audience, you go feel make some decisions where you know go So sometimes you need to listen to both sides, balance it. If they say your video is supposed to be scheduled at 4. Try. You need to distribute the content. Okay, try 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. Try this, try that. Mm. Which one is working for you? If the 4 p.m. is giving you more numbers, stick to that. If, if, you, do it, if you do it at 2 p.m., you are getting more numbers as compared to the 4 p.m. Do it like that. But the algorithm... Dictate how, yeah, the algorithm dictates how your content performs on the platform. Yeah. You can't relegate its effect on your, to the background. Mm -hmm. It is going to have effect on your content. Mm. So you need to understand the algorithm's um, uh, role in the content you play. Also, as a creator, you need to understand what your people want. Right. Once you balance these two, you are good to go. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 54 Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend.
how do we improve the content creation landscape in Ghana? You rightly spoke about how some things are not necessarily considered. It's not even an industry yeah. perceived so-called. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are just trying and figuring out how, figuring it out as they go along. Yeah. But what are some of the things that we can do to improve the landscape in Ghana? So we, the first thing is the is perception. You mm. understand? Um, there is this crude perception on, especially social media, that people are. So what? What do you do? I'm a content creator. Ah, uh, me online. Mm. Like the perception is there, like you can't be a content like the content creation thing. You know, they make sense to people. Mm. You understand? See, <laughs> you know this guy, this tech guy, M M K M K B H. Do yeah. you do you know what? He, do you see what he has done with his platforms? Yeah. The kind of content he puts out. Yeah. The kind of influence the people he's met. He's a content creator. Right. And he's doing his thing. He's in the tech space. If your phone doesn't pass through his system, your brand is busy. Once he tweets the authority, the space, he has that authority in the right. space. But with the, the space that we are right now, people don't want, even influencer marketing, people don't want to accept that it is part of like that integrated marketing stuff. They don't want to accept all these things. They just want to come, oh, post this for me, do this for me. Like mm. they don't want to take it seriously. Mm. We can start by creating an industry for like there is go to Nigeria they have influencer hubs top top influencers out there we have them dictating market prices like market mm. rates to brands mm. here you go to meetings with some of the brands and they just want to pay you with relationship and things like mm. they, they feel like oh bro we have invested in the craft there are some people out there Ricky and all these guys they have to balance it with their work life and all mm -hmm. those things. Invest just to it, survive. Just to survive. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't want to take it seriously, like people want to look down on you, say a whole a whole lot of things about you, like because you're a content creator, the, that perception is crude. We need to elim eliminate it mm. from our thought process mm. because when you enter into the content creation space and you do it well, you are going to be successful. Like I always tell them, and there are a lot of people like. The kind of content that we create in our space, especially YouTube, it's it's cliche. Mm. If they are not pranking their boyfriends, they are doing this like the content is like generic. Everybody is doing the same thing. You understand? There are a whole lot of topical ideas that we go free explore. But everybody wants to prank their mother. Everybody wants to do like yeah. it is cute. Yeah. There is supposed to be it's supposed to be distributed mm. varieties. If you go to Ghana YouTube and there's no female talking about maybe sports or anything like mm. YouTube. Um, Specific. Spe no, yeah. nobody. And that has, I've always been telling, if you're watching me and want to do it, I'll support you. Like nobody wants, to, like all of them make up this, this, explore, try to stand out. Because if I come and there are 16 makeup videos in my newsfeed. What makes yours stand out? Because exactly. I give people varieties of content. I host the hour of the day, the hour of the day. There is a reason people will come and watch Kwaju Sheldon's hour of the day. Kwaju Sheldon has catchphrases. Kwaju Sheldon is going to present news in, a, in, a, in an organic way. Mm. I don't wake up. Sometimes I... It's not, maybe, maybe that's not going to work on your platform for you, but sometimes I present my news bare-chested. Anywhere. You see me walking on the street. That's you. Day. Yes, pushing ball. And you are projecting you. Yes. In, in your very, like you said, very organic way. Yeah. That is me putting myself out there. I, I have to be part of the content. Yeah. 
Because once people feel like you are part of the country, like there are some people, they just come and present the news and go. You have never, you have not put yourself in the content. Yeah. Now you see when you're showing pushing baller in the streets, hosting hour of the day. That is value added to probably a news that that was going to be boring. Yeah. You are going to click on the video to watch because why is this guy pushing baller and, and presenting news? Yeah. I try to be creative with the kind of content I put out, mm. and that is why people would come and watch my videos as compared to others or whatever they want. So in content creation, you need to stand out. When you stand out and you have authority in the space, you can relax. Mm. See, the demand for the content will come. Mm. You don't have to struggle. You don't have, you just, the beginning is when you are supposed to work. Yeah. And that is where a lot of them will fall off because mm -hmm. they can't do maybe one video. And they can't sustain as nice. well. Yes, they don't. Yeah. So they will just fall off and go. Global like, digital trends indicates that you know, the world is is moving in a very interesting direction in terms of, and I mean, you could say that COVID was one of the main major contributory factors. And you made allusions to that earlier on about how people are now consuming content. For example, there's the higher content with regards mobile, yeah. um, higher content with regards, um, for example, when you do comparisons with um, co-creation yeah. and things like that. Global trends keep changing every single day. How do content creators survive in this because it's almost like every single day you need to change your approach yes how, how do you survive that so that is why you are supposed to stay updated in your space okay you you have seen that um maybe right now people are consuming more content on phone on ipads on laptop on tvs mm. that you read about all these things you see consumption people are consuming content more on iphones and all those things people mm. are doing this people are doing that that is how you are going to tailor your content to suit. If you are going to shoot uh, vertical content for the news feed, horizontal content for the mm. news, you need to adjust. You need to adjust to like pop culture trends. Top. You don't have to stay at one place doing right. the same thing, like the same thing yeah. every day. When I started the hour of the day, I was just in some corner be shooting. Right now, you see me using green screen, hosting it in the sky. Try to adapt. Use the technology. They are there. There are apps that are going to enhance your work, but at the end of the day, you need to understand what is happening in your space. Right. You need to consume the information and translate it into your content creation. Mm. Mm. Because if you don't read and understand what is happening, you, you are not going to adapt. And people will be, you wouldn't know why people are not consuming your video or doing this. Meanwhile, you create quality content, yeah. but because you have not updated yourself, you don't know what is happening in your space, like the data, what is showing. Because every year they come out with reports. Right. If you are branding guy and I see hood suit or something, they yes. come out with reports. Uh, internet penetration is this, this is this. Once you read all these things and you, you sit down and you come up with ideas, it's going to help you. But if you just sit back and say, okay, my job is just to create video and post it and go and sleep. No, it doesn't work. It's it a job. Right. Like, that is what people don't understand, but it is a job. Like your uh, eight to eight to nine job eight to five you go job but if you as i say if you want to have fun that one is cool free. it's cool yes. one of the things obviously is like you said the money aspect of yeah. it it's not every time that you would have a youtube for example paying you yeah. top dollar for every second of video watched and things like that mm -hmm. there is a space to make money but people don't seem to understand like you're saying that the mar it's, it's supposed to be part of the marketing mix, but people don't spend too much time understanding the full, all the elements of the marketing mix. Yeah. Speaking to corporate Ghana, mm -hmm. speaking to advertising agencies and things like that, what, what would be your word to them as a content creator as to 
how they should approach advertising or placement of ads with content creators in 2021? So first of all, what we need to understand is the number of followers we have doesn't uh, you know, they mean say, yeah, somebody, maybe someone has one million followers. You go to the person's page, you just get a number of followers and you go like, I'm going to give this guy. No, there is more to engagement than just likes, um, than just followers. Yeah. Engagement is a whole ball game altogether. So if you want to contract maybe an influencer to put your product out there for you, it goes beyond the likes yeah. and the reach. And influencer marketing is about the authority the creator has in the space. Right. There are a lot of people out there with followers on Twitter, 50,000 and that follow back for follow back that they think they are, no, you are not an influencer. Mm. You just have followers. Mm. An influencer is someone who has an authority in a space. Like if he says, go and do this, you know, it's not and like- can change the direction. Change. Like of, your arrow yeah. eyes. When the person puts out this on a platform, you know that this guy is going to convert the likes, the, the, the this thing into ROIs for me. Like the mm -hmm. ROIs are going to be higher than mm -hmm. the normal. Mm. So all these things all these things, it matter. But some I have worked with agencies before. They will ask us to just go and look for their look at their followership and bring it for discussion. Mm. No, it is beyond that. Influencer marketing is beyond. And also, it's not only about putting just the content. You can everybody go put content out there, but Putting content that has engagement, content that people want, content that the viral, virality rate mm -hmm. is high. Mm -hmm. You see content like, nah, I have to place my product here, I have to do this. You need to study and understand. Don't just go and, because someone has one million followers, you want a person to do this for you. There is more to that than just, there's more to, I mean, influencer marketing than just what they are talking about. Mm. So, and also, the brands, they are supposed to see this as a job. The yeah. same way you go to the brands. I'm not going to sit here. Some of them use our names. They go to the brands, the, the agencies. They go to their brands, get the money, and they want to come and pay us peanuts. I'm saying it because, yes, it has been happening. Mm. Okay, they have this list of influencers. This one has charged this. Meanwhile, they are lying. They will go and take the money and come and give you peanuts. Mm. Please, respect us. The job will be easy. I tell you now, I have to go to the house and shoot five videos, edit it and put it out there, distribute it across all platforms. It's data cost. Yes. Manpower hours, research hours, all of that. So if you are coming to me for a gig, please let us all respect ourselves. Right. You can't just be doing that to us. Mm. And that is why a lot of people don't want to vent because they feel like their brands are not going to pay them. Right. I always talk about this. See, if you give me a job to do, I know what I can provide for you. Like, I know if you tell me to do a placement in my video on YouTube, I know the reach you are going to get, the impressions, the ROIs. I can give you a, a projected or something. We can, I can give you a number. You, you might not get the exact number, but you get close to the number, or you mm -hmm. can even get more than that. Mm -hmm. If you come to me and I present all these facts, you're going to pay me with relationship. It is not, Just it doesn't make sense. So please, this is, a, as you said, it is an art. This is a work. This is a job for people. Like, people sit back and they, we have a lot of people that depend on us. We have video guys who have to pay. Please, pay us what we deserve. Mm. Because they bleed. Mm. They, they, they will not say it. If you see them, they, they will come and post, oh, this one gave me shoot to wear to post it and tag them and all. Do you know the number of referrals you are going to give to them? Sometimes they give you a shirt to wear, you post it and you put it on your platform and they get like 20 referrals. Because you tag them, mm. 20 referrals, and the shirt is like 30 CDs. They are selling one shirt for 30 CDs, Three, uh, 30 times. What, you do know the amount of money they are getting. Mm. Don't try to take advantage of them. 
try to meet us halfway. Let us all work together so that we get the money and take care of our families. Well, he says he's a YouTube hustler and you understand the passion with which he speaks. Yeah. It's very clear that there are loopholes within the economy that we call um, content creation and, of course, um, marketing or influencer marketing as well. And like Kojo was saying, it's time we stepped up and had a proper look at what we define as content creation and what we define as influencer marketing because there's so much more that we can all benefit from and it's not just in one direction. Um, I do hope you've picked up a thing or two. My second guest um, is a tech YouTuber as well. He creates some pretty amazing content, I have to confess. But when he joins me, we will be delving deeper into what it means to be a tech YouTuber um, specifically and then some of the challenges and some of the highs and lows that he has also been through. We'll be right back after this. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with City Trends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. Well, it's not every day you get the chance to um, talk to two content creators on one show. But that is what we are trying to do today. And as you heard from Sheldon a couple of minutes ago, it's not that easy to be a content creator. The worst part is when you don't have a lot of examples locally to ride on. And my next guest will be shedding some light on that and also focusing on the tech side of it, you know, being a tech YouTuber, a tech content creator, and what it actually means. Rick Aqua, if you follow him on YouTube, produces some pretty interesting videos, but I'll leave him to do the introduction so we get to understand what it exactly is. Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Thank um, you so much. I mean, me. people who follow you probably are wondering, what is the, the Aqua? It sounds like water. <laughs> is, that, is that your real name? And really, what, what exactly do you do if you can explain in general terms for us? All right, so once again, thank you so much for having me on your Absolutely. show. Uh, my government name, official name, of course, is Frederick Aqua. Mm. I derived the Rick Aqua from Frederick Aqua. So right. if you've known me for the past 15 years, you probably know me for Frederick Aqua. But right. my social media name is Rick Aqua. Right. I'm a technology blogger. I make YouTube videos based on tech. So basically what I do on my channel is I try to help people make informed decisions when they decide to pick up mobile phone, gadgets, anything tech that you're using in everyday usage. So I'll go through the stress of using it. So I told you what to expect to be before you get one of them. Mm -hmm. So basically if you want to pick up a mobile phone, you can watch one of my videos to know what you expect to before you get one of them. So that's what I basically do. When you needed to make a decision as to which branch of YouTube videos mm -hmm. you should go in. Yeah. What influenced you to go in the direction of tech? All right, so I'll say my personal interest. Um, initially, I really like cinematic vlogs, videos and stuff, but I realized 
Some other thing I also like is my mobile phone, mm. my computers, like tech that I use every day. They really excite me. So I was like, how do I put these two to together? So I decided to create some cinematic scenes in videos, tech, tech videos. So I, um, I'll make people more interested in watching tech, tech videos. Because I realized a lot of people make tech videos, but mm. it doesn't really catch the interest of the viewers. Right. Um, like, I needed something that's going to hook my viewers anytime they decide to watch my, right. my videos. So I combine cinematic stuff and tech reviews, making it really cool. So if you've seen any of my videos, I don't know if you've come by any of my videos, uh -huh. I tried to go the extra mile to make them nicer, Look extra, extra yeah. cooler. So basically that's what I do. Yeah. I say, I started all this from my interest and my love for tech and cinematic videos. So that's what I'm trying to bring together. Which kind of brings me to my next question of, yeah. so you've made a decision you want to do this. Yeah. It obviously is something you love, which yeah. is great, Yeah. but <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. I know, right? Like I think um, people don't normally see what goes on behind the scenes. Right. For instance, if you take the last video that I posted, someone just watched it probably in like five, 10 minutes and probably shut it down. And I don't blame the person, but it took almost over a week of planning to make a 10 minutes video. The all night, the roaming around to get pictures, try to do battery tests and all that. None of my videos have actually gone up in like a day, like conceptualized and materialized in one day. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to do that, depending on what I'm, what, what I'm doing. So it takes time, it takes money, it takes encouragement, it takes determination if you want to mm. do what I'm, mm. what I'm doing. The fact that um, the like Ghanaians, a lot of people don't really find it interesting. So it's like you're doing something nobody wants to watch, but you still want to do it because you see something at the end of the road, right. you see a light at the end of the tunnel that you want to get to. So basically that's what keeps me going. Because that's, that was, that was, that's one of my things I was also thinking about. Because, I mean, how many people really do tech yeah. YouTube content yeah. in Ghana? It's like, it's a very niche almost. Yeah, there are a couple of you people know, who actually do it. You know, and I'm just wondering what that scene is like to mm -hmm. be among one of the first to actually do it and do it in the yeah. way that you do it. You see, um, so basically when I started this, I thought I was the only person doing it. Mm. When I started it a couple of years, years ago, when I made my first video, I didn't know any tech YouTubers here in, here in Ghana. But a couple of months passed, when I think that video started picking up, then people started reaching out to me, then I actually found a couple of my friends that actually do this too. Mm -hmm. So when I found them, what it did for me was that it actually encouraged me more. It's like having um, a couple of creatives that think, the same, they all see the vision, they actually encourage you to do it. So yes, there are a couple of tech YouTubers out there, mm. maybe not more than 10, but they are out there and they're doing, an am they are doing amazing. All that they need is their exposure. Right. That's what I see. I, I feel even with great talent, you still need promotion. Right. Even with talent, if you don't get anybody to promote you, nobody's gonna see you. That's the case of some tech YouTubers here in Ghana. Mm. They are there by getting the spotlight on them. Social media is all about, I hope I don't get bashed for this, but social media is all about gossip and change. I don't blame them because it sells for them. Right. So hopefully one day the spotlight is going to be like shown on us and we will come out. Let's, let's talk about the landscape mm -hmm. of tech content creators in, in Ghana. It can be, I mean, it can be everything from IG to Facebook to YouTube to whichever, but what, what is the landscape looking like? Like you said, there are, Actually, there are a number of yeah. people who are doing tech YouTube videos, but quite apart from just the video bit of it, in terms of, for example, content to promote technology literacy, for example, what is the scene looking like in Ghana? Actually, 
It's growing. Right. It's way bigger than I expected. Initially, I like I said, I thought I was the only one doing it. But when I started doing it, I realized there are a whole lot of um, tech people here, um, graphic design, uh, more like website creators, coders, and all those people. They are, they are a lot. If you're not looking out for them, you think they are not there. But when I started doing this, that I met a couple of people that do this. They make me feel like, whoa, I have a lot to do. I have yeah. a lot of catching up to do. Because they've probably been in the game for so yes, long. Yes, yeah. there's so many, especially even, some are even going on TikTok now because yeah. they realize TikTok is a trend yeah. right now. So why don't I make short videos on TikTok but still passing on the information? Right. So it's growing. Mm. It's, really, it's really growing. YouTube is the number one spot to find us, but we're also shifting to TikTok, Instagram, for like a lot of people on Instagram. So we are just trying to adapt right now, right. trying to see what's trending and we are on it. But it's really going. It's way bigger than we are, we are thinking it is. When, when you think about the platform that you typically post mm -hmm. most of your content on, yeah. which is YouTube, how, how important is it to, for example, when you're drawing the lines between, like you said, you, you are a creative, you're a cinematographer. Yeah. So a lot of your content sort of writes along you know, that line. Yeah. You take extra care in getting the right sort of footage yeah. to illustrate what you want to say. It takes about a week to plan and everything. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the algorithm behind Ooh. everything also becomes an issue because, you know, the algorithm, the algorithm is telling you to, head, to send your videos in this direction, place this ad here, do yeah. this here. And that. it's not necessarily the easiest thing, balancing the art of what you're doing as against the, the science or the tech side of it. How do, you, how do you navigate those waters? So basically something I learned some time ago, there are three key points I use or that encourages me. One, work hard, work very hard. Two, just pray you're lucky. And three, use your advantage. Work hard in the sense that like, if you're doing this, you have to create a lot of content like over and over and over again. Mm. And be lucky in the sense that the fact that you're creating so much if the algorithm is going to favor you, if you've made just two videos, what's the chances of the al al algorithm going to favor you? So if I've made 100 videos, if the al algorithm picks five of my videos and it blows it up, I've yeah, made it. Three, use your advantage in the sense that if I have a friend, he sells phones, he's, in, he's into phones, you already love the, the phones. Mm -hmm. You have the advantage of getting these phones always. So why don't you make a channel about these phones? Mm -hmm. So work hard, pray you get lucky. The only way you're going to get lucky is if you put in a lot of work putting more videos out and the algorithm is definitely going to get you and use any advantage that you have. Or let's say, let's take it to the female perspective. I found a girl that has like very long hair. Mm -hmm. It's like people would like to know how you keep up this long, yeah. long hair. So that's something you have that people don't have. Right. Use that as an advantage. So yeah, basically that's it. And you have to be determined and disciplined because being a content creator is like you're not working for anybody you don't have a nine to five but all this your dream depends on you mm. if you're not disciplined to get what you want you could probably be partying you could probably be chilling with friends but if you're not disciplined to wake up at 2 a.m just to get the sunrise footage to fix in your video it's all it, it all depends on you discipline i'm uh -huh. not giving up too early <laughs> uh -huh. do you make money um yes okay. yes Probably not, not, not as much as you think I do, but <laughs> yes. It's like, I feel like I'm still going. Right. So even at, at this stage, I'm making this. I see like the future is bright. Right. Probably be making more. And one day, could probably make this a full-time thing, but it pays. But like you said, it's not a full-time thing. Yet. Which means that it is not enough for you to consider to uh, be a full-time thing. No. Not, for now. 
for now. But the way things are going, I think hopefully it will be soon. I don't want to ask about the numbers. So <laughs> I'll ask about how do you survive? Basically, um, I have a nine-to-five. And this is something I'm doing on the side. That's what makes it even harder. Right. If I was doing this full-time, if like probably I was still in school, I had so much time on my hand, I could have been... I feel like if I had so much time, I would have done more and even be better at what mm -hmm. I do. But right now, um, I still have a night five that pays the bills, but it's like you still have a goal you want to achieve. So yeah. with a discipline, hopefully one day, I don't necessarily leave my night five, but I'll do this yeah. for a full time. So basically I have a night five. I still have a whole lot of hustles. I didn't put my eggs in one basket. Right. I draw, I'm a digital artist. I do so many things on the side. I'm a freelance videographer too. I, I create commercials for people. I do a whole lot of things on the side. YouTube is not like my whole thing mm -hmm. right now. How right important now. is that? YouTube. Having those other things to support it. Because like you said, yeah. it's a lot of work. Pays very little in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because you haven't, in your <laughs> estimation, you haven't blown yet. <laughs> even though the money is coming in small, small. Yeah. But how important is it to always have that backup plan? Because some people get into the game and they honestly feel that, Charlie, in two weeks, yeah. I, I should be making $10,000 and things That's like true. that. You know, so how important is it to have that fallback plan when you're starting out as a content creator? Like, um, basically, if you look at life, life is so not certain. It's not a direct path. You no. can never say tomorrow is going to be what you plan. Like, for instance, what happened last year? Nobody thought that was going to happen. During that time, a lot of the people, like, their dreams change, mm -hmm. their dreams shifted. Mm -hmm. So if you were doing this, now you can't do that. So I feel like you always have to have a backup plan. Right. You always have to find other things, not just one thing to do in life. Right. That, is, that is like a top secret. You should think about investment, you think about doing something on the side, apart from your nine to five. That's a big thing. Never put all your dreams in no, one basket. Mm. So mm. yeah, it's very important to mm. think about other things. How many, how many videos a week do you have to put out? Oh. Uh, that depends. So um, one thing you have to know when it comes to this thing is that um, there are different types of content. Initially, I would have said quality over quantity. But from being on the field, I think when you're starting to go, quantity over quality. Mm. Due to the fact that um, apart from running maybe a Hollywood cinema that you have to put in and create, um, take three, four months to edit one video, Initial stage, you need to create about 100 videos because during that process, you're going to learn. You're going to learn how to edit. You're going to learn how to get better behind the camera. You're going to learn how to, your storyline, how to bring forth your story and all that. So initially growing, I'll say quantity over quality. Mm -hmm. But to go on this platform, I'll say you should try to stay relevant. At least a week, put out one. If you can put out two, great. If you can do this more and put out too. It depends on the content too. There's some contents like, for instance, I have some friends that try and engage foreigners. Right. When they come here, they experience. Those kind of content I can say you can make two, three, four in a week. But if I need to review a phone. How many I, phones I, I, like there? How many, and even reviewing one. Before, if I need to do a drain, drain test, I have to actually drain the phone and charge yeah. it. Watch it charge from zero to a hundred. Yeah. And all these take weeks of planning, days. For it, it depends on the kind of content you are bringing out. But I would say if you can, at least once a week, just to stay relevant. And the algorithm is going to see that you're always there. So mm. at least once a week. If you, if you can do two or three, fine. How important is a crew? Oh, having people to help is one good thing. I think 
one thing mistake people do in, um, like in life basically is thinking they can do everything don't try to do everything specialize in the field and let don't i didn't say don't have knowledge about right. that i i need to have knowledge but somebody can do it better so why don't i leave it for, for that them. person then i can also focus on mine mm -hmm. and with teamwork everything comes together nicely sometimes i get help my 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 brother i don't just call him my kid brother he's gonna kill me my brother helps yeah, me a lot right. when i started this I was, do, I was doing this alone and he realized yo i can and he he, he gets good so i conceptualize the, the videos i shoot it i do everything then he edits for me whilst i still keep planning other videos right. so having help is going to go and i feel like if i had a team even there are some days that i like I have so many gadgets to shoot and I wish I could get somebody to even write the script for me and I can't and I have to force do this. So having a crew is a very good thing to have. So mm. if you can afford it, mm. you should. What if you, do, what if you can't? You have to do it yourself. Like I said, nobody's going to see the dream unless you push. Mm. I can wake up but I don't, people don't know, like I can stay up to like one o'clock because I feel like that's when I won't hear any noise in my area so I can do a, a voiceover to sound good for you to like it. It's like, yo, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but you just put the five minutes video out and I don't blame people. But wait, I feel like people don't owe you anything when it comes to this platform. Mm. The fact mm. that you put in the work and put it on YouTube doesn't mean anybody has to watch it. Right. You don't owe, they don't owe you anything. And so do what you got to do. It's your life. Mm. And, at the end, they'll say you didn't do it. How crucial is the issue of standard? Standard. Because people get used to the quality that you have mm -hmm. to offer. You know, and like you're saying, sometimes yeah. there are multiple devices to review, multiple issues to look at. You need to get it, you know, maintaining right. the standard for every single video. How, how, do, you, how do you navigate that? It's difficult because, for instance, I like, use the last video that I put out as... It's a scenario. I could have posted this video three days ago, but I needed something to make it complete. Right. And that is the standard I've created out there. I don't want to go below the bar. So it's like, it has to be you. You have to create something that you would like to watch. That's how I see it. It's like, I watch a lot of tech reviews myself, but if I keep seeing the like raw things, I get bored and I go off. But if I keep seeing A rows, B rows, switching up, creative, being creative, it keeps me hooked. Right. So I feel these are the things I want to watch. So I'll create the kind of things I need to watch. Right. So I have a standard. Be creative. Don't just put anything that you want out there. So it matters. That's what you're known for. And you have to keep it. That's how it is. You have keep, to keep keeping, it keeping the standards is, is one thing. But you also are creating content for a global audience. Mm -hmm. Now, the global audience consumption habits are changing as we... Yeah have found in, you know, the, for example, the data report for 2021. It's, it's very clear that the content that people are consuming, their consume, the consumption patterns, the things they are looking out for, how-to videos and things like that, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's clear that consumption habits are changing. changing. How sure. do you as a content creator adapt yourself to, to, to that? That's, that's really cool because when this report came out, initially, um, when I looked at what people were actually searching for, I was like, wow, how-to is a lot. And I've always had how-to videos push because it depends. People um, making videos like um, that are just for the instance. People after that scenario passes, after mm -hmm. the hype around that subject is gone, nobody watches. But a how-to video, people keep coming back to mm -hmm. it. So when this report came out, I actually even 
I'm changing, thinking about things to make this year. I need to make more how-to videos. I need to make more because I realized it was like the top, like the top four yes. that people were still searching for. Yes. And the fact that um, more like 50, 60 year old people are even now using the internet more. Yeah. It's like, yo, these people are now using phones. These people, my dad started buying things online. My dad was worrying me about Jumia. I was like, yo, like all these people are now using so a potential audience that you potential haven't even audience in. that yeah. I haven't tapped into yet. Yeah. So this I need to change my not need to I thought already started. I'm going to implement these things into my creation and I'm adapting. Basically I'm not one way. You need to learn to change your style right. to fit what's going on currently. So right. it's really important to learn to adapt. Well, as as we wrap up on the conversation, I just wanted to ask you also about um the survival of the platform because like you said, look, there are bills to be paid. Yeah. There's internet, there's upload, uh -huh. there is equipment that you want to invest mm -hmm. in, lights. I, how? How do you, because that is the burning question for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, how do you survive in this very treacherous, you know? Like I said, um, the reason why I was very grateful you invited me to this show was like, Finally, somebody gets to hear us. Right. Like, um, we hope to give us more instances like this and tech companies here in Ghana give us the opportunity to review these things because, yes, we want to do this, but it's expensive, like I right. said. But, um, giving us a chance to use these devices give us, will take the finance portion of us. Because doing this is expensive. I need to, when I started, I was buying all these things myself. Mm. I used to get all these things. I need to put money aside just to buy them. When I finish, selling some of these becomes a problem. Right. So give us all the support that you can probably give us. Give us a chance to prove ourselves. Right. Give us the opportunity to show that we can do this. Right. We can help do this. And I don't know, but I basically feel using content creators like us, tech vloggers, will probably be even be cheaper than going full-time production right. i'm not saying this is stop it's good <laughs> but give us the opportunity because when people know they can relate with the information coming out mm. it's easier right. it's easier to sell mm. so we hope we are given the opportunity to do this and it all comes back to determination if i had given up two years ago i wouldn't have gotten here so keep going and don't look at the numbers do the brands pay you um especially the devices that you review do they it pay depends you? It depends. There are some brands that have never paid me before. Some brands that need me to make some specific videos for them. Like, they need to get some information out there, like app reviews. Right. Those brands are definitely going to, going to pay. But there are some phone reviews that they just give it to me. I use them. And as consideration, they could say I should keep it. Right. Keep the, the phone right. after, after that. So, right. yeah, some, pay, some do pay. Like, they have to pay. We leave off it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a suspense. Buying the camera and gear and everything. So some pay, some don't pay. And some, we actually want to do it, so we don't even consider the money. Yeah. That's, that is the reality of it. Yeah. And as I said, we've been looking at the art, the science, and the technology behind content creation and content creators in Ghana. It's very, very yeah. clear from my two guests, um, who you've heard from today, that there's a bit of work that needs to be done. There's a bit of Reimagination that needs to happen within 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 the space but this is the reality on the ground and the sooner you paid attention to the reality the better the industry obviously obviously becomes rick thank you so much for thank you so much um, for uh, frederick uh, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on the show it's been such a pleasure having you thank really you. appreciate it
And that will be all for today's show. I do hope you have picked up a thing or two. That was a worthwhile conversation, if I have to say so myself. Thank you so much to my guests in the studio. But remember, the show is always available as a podcast, so make sure you look out for it. But until next week, stay techie.